Hey guys, hope you're all doing well and hope you've had a wonderful week and I hope that the previous episodes have blessed you. I hope that your week has been going well and um, guys, if you have listened to every single episode, you are the real OG. I just want to say thank you so much for rocking with me. This is the final episode of this whole season. I want to do a foghorn. <laughs> yes, we have reached the final episode and I'm just so thankful for this season that I can just talk about something that is, you know, encouraging and and right on, will I say right on trend? But I don't know, but something that is in season and um, yeah, um, I hope that every single episode you have enjoyed I'm just going to go straight into it and then we can do all the pleasantries afterwards, okay? So let's get right into it. This episode, I'm going to be talking about being single and satisfied. Being single and completely satisfied in, in just what we have in Christ. And I feel like this is such an important place to be in. And the truth is, we should really be satisfied, like, with everything. Uh, When we think about what God has done for us, how he saved us, how he's delivered us from many things in our lives, how he's brought us through time after time with things that we have, um, things that we have encountered in our lives, just seeing God move in our lives. Like, I know that the status quo is supposed to be, We are completely content and satisfied with God. But the truth of the matter is that we are not always satisfied. We are not always content. Um, How do I know this? Because each and every one of us is human. I've had those feelings as well. And if you're honest with yourself, you would say the same thing. There have been moments and they may be for stretches of time. I'm not just, I'm not talking about a two week stint. They could be stretches of time where you're just, you're just like, um, I want something else like and and what when I when I say satisfied I'm not talking about like searching or seeking like wanting more I'm talking about just just knowing that God is enough and that's why I want to really stay on for this episode that the, because the truth is that we know this already that you know God is supposed to be enough and we say these things even in our quiet times in our times of prayer and sometimes some of us have said these crazy words have come out of our mouths like Lord if you don't bless me with anything else I have everything I need and the truth is that that may be true you know I'm not in your mind I'm not in your heart but I'm so thankful to God that he he knows sometimes when we say things and our heart is meaning something else or even if it's honest and genuine at that point I'm just thankful that God just knows he just knows he just knows us and that is just um that is just uh liberating to know that there the you know the God that I look up to that I serve that I love that we all love knows us he knows what's in our hearts he knows our thinking he knows what we said and what we really meant when we said what we said and he just knows how to navigate our lives so this episode is all about being satisfied and as I was thinking about it I was just like okay obviously we can ask ourselves this question am I truly satisfied 
in my life like with God like God is my all do I like what does that even mean to be satisfied and as I was thinking about this um scriptures that really helped me in in looking into this and um yeah just really spoke to me and I hope that it speaks to you as well is from the good book of Philippians and it's Philippians 4 and um there's lots of words of encouragement that is in that chapter but the verses I wanted to look in particular were verses 4 verses and verses 6 to 8 and I think if we're trying to get a glimpse of what I mean to be satisfied in God um these are good scriptures so Philippians 4 4 I'll read and I'm reading from the NLT as I have been doing like for the longest time it says always be full of joy in the Lord I say it again rejoice that is just one example of what it means to be satisfied that scripture is such a good reminder it says always be full of joy not sometimes partially but I believe that being satisfied comes from one being full of joy in the Lord and I love that it says that because it's not saying always be full of joy in the things that God has given you always be full of joy in the number of followers you have on your social media accounts always be full of joy in the um, the money you have in the bag or the bag or whatever it's saying who we should have full joy always be full of joy in the Lord and that satisfaction or being satisfied truly must come from the Lord I think that's number one to be established and I think that's where we struggle from time to time because like I said we know this or to some degree we have an understanding or maybe it hasn't been fully realized in your life but to be fully content and be satisfied in the Lord is to have fullness of joy in him that is like he is our all in all and to get to that place is to go even beyond the fact that yes like he does great things for us every single day every day that we are alive we you know it is a blessing it is the mercy and grace of God or even the things that he's blessed us with you know community um the body of Christ the community of friends that we have you know a job a roof of our head the clothes the food whatever it is that you classify as a blessing like it is not those things those are the those are like that is just like I don't know how to put it uh I feel like that is just um that comes with God you know and the goodness of God and but like the fullness comes in him like the fullness of joy comes like from knowing him and it all it all stems back down to intimacy always I feel like I talk about intimacy a lot but that satisfaction that fullness of joy is actually linked to intimacy because now you're not you're not trying to fill your life with something else that is counterfeit it's just full of joy and I that's the thing I know that with joy I understand that you know it we compare it with happiness sometimes and we think oh but I'm not always happy like things happen in life how can you say always be joyful 
Like, I think that that joy, I feel like the basis of that joy comes from an attitude of gratitude anyway. So it's outside of happiness because we can be happy for a fleeting moment, but that joy, and if you know I'm talking about even when things have gone awry in your life, like things have been turned upside down and it was unexpected or, you know, it's something that is just, you know, it's, 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 you know, God is bringing you through something that maybe is something, it's not just life, it's just you know, as a result of consequence in your life or whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is, um, that you, when we understand, we know who God is and we understand who he is. It's like, it gives us that space to be in a state of joy, which is like, yeah, God, things may be okay right now. Things may not be okay right now, but I know that you are God. I know that you are faithful and to be able to say and to know and to be in that space of joy it does come from that intimacy it does come from knowing who you know who god is and when we think about it in a natural sense we think about think about um if if you're someone who has a tight a tight knit group of friends and um, this may not be a very good analogy, but you know, like, you know who they are, you know, you know, the people like who are your, 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 your tight knit, your crew, your peoples. Okay. Like however many they are, if they're, if they're a tight knit or there's loads, but the people that you really depend on that like, you can call them at 2 17 AM and they're going to pick up your phone. Like, and they're going to, resp- when you, when you're in need, like you can call on them. It's like that relationship, you're, you're satisfied. Like they, they, they obviously being in their presence gives you a joy. Do you get what I mean? And if that's on a natural sense, how so much more with God and like growing and knowing his, like his presence and being in his presence and knowing who he is and understanding his character. I think that those are the, some, some of the things that form part of that fullness of joy because it's it's two words it's always and full of joy it's not like a partial it doesn't say sometimes be full of joy and because it says being full of joy it's like I think it can be read different ways but I think it's like that scripture is saying that 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 like we need to be full of it like not partial and sometimes it means that it can dip as well because of setbacks or disappointments or just the enemy just playing foul which he always does anyway that we is something that we can top up and when we recognize that it's not there that maybe that's like a signal to us that we are not full of joy because now the words that we're speaking is not of the joy of the lord it's not of the of the goodness of god it's you know it's negative and even more so is lies and it's doubt and all the things that you know God doesn't is not his character and I just as I'm just reading and the scripture it's just and it just says it just it's just like it's a breath of fresh air just that reminder and I haven't even gone on to the other verses verse six to eight says don't worry about anything this actually is one of my like favorite scriptures of all time but don't worry about anything instead 
Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And verse 8. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honourable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Like there's so much to unpack in those three verses, but I'll try and break it down and, you know, we just, we, we're just riding along here. I love what it says in verse six. Is don't worry about anything. To be satisfied is like, I'm content. I'm content with what I have. I'm content with, I'm content in God because I know God has got me. Like, I'm not just, and I feel like verse four talks about always being full of joy. That means you're switched on to that fullness of joy all the time. I say it again, rejoice in the good and the bad. And then verse six reminds us, reminds us, sorry, don't worry about anything worry (laughs) we've all worried from time to time we've worried about different i'm not talking about a worry like did i leave the iron on before i left my house you know did i leave a light on did i leave the stove on you know those those kind of worries obviously i'm talking about deep worries about things that are really like concerning our lives our future and sometimes it's keeping it's keeping you up at night like you can't sleep that means it's not giving you rest and God is the one who gives us rest so where it says don't worry about anything instead pray about everything instead of worrying pray about it and be rest assured be satisfied be content that God has got it do we believe that do we truly believe that even in times when you can't see how things are going to pan out and I've been guilty of it and I'm not speaking to you as someone who has always done the right thing no but this scripture is a reminder let this just be a reminder to all of us that God is saying to us that be satisfied in me means that one you are filled with me two you're not worried and concerned you're not trying to play God in your own life say God is taking too long man I've asked for this I did ask I did I did pray but the answer hasn't come yet so I'm just gonna play God and do it myself that is still a form of worry actually because what you're saying to God is "Eh, I know better than you so I'm sorry God I know like you're all-knowing you're all-powerful but on this occasion you know nothing or you're you're acting too slow you're too slow come on <laughs> we just do it ourselves just pray about everything tell god what you need and thank him for all he has done i love that because it reminds us that that fullness of joy it comes in communication and comes it comes with a part that we have to play to always go back to god it's not a one-time thing it's not like a once in a week thing it's always they say um that to maintain a healthy body that we are to drink what is it about two to four liters of water a day that means that really you're constantly drinking water like 
if you want to have a healthy inside like remove all the toxins or whatever you are constantly drinking water throughout your day and when you don't you know obviously the effects may not be straight away but that's what i'm saying that when we are not constantly in god's presence communicating with him we are going to deplete of his fullness of joy there's definitely going to be a lack there's going to be um, a malnutrition somewhere there's going to be there's going to be a, a fault somewhere and that fault may not come out straight away but it will play out in time it will definitely play out in time so that's why i love the scripture because what it says is so important don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell god what you need and thank him for all he has done then you will experience god's peace which exceeds anything we can understand his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in christ jesus i just love that because it's basically saying that when we're satisfied in god we have that continuous that continuous communication channel which is our prayer our prayer life and in return when we do that He gives us his peace, that peace and that fullness of joy. Actually, well, I say they're siblings or they're, you know, they come as a package. We have the peace of God, which gives us the fullness of joy that it mentioned in verse four. It's all connected. It's all connected, sis. And I just, that's why I said with the word, I just love it. It says that um, we will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand is greater than what we even fathom like what we think we understand like the peace of god surpasses that is greater than that is bigger than that (laughs) like what it does for us and what it does in us we can't fully comprehend it but because it's so spiritual when we are in constant communication with the lord and what he's downloading into us as a result of staying connected with the source who is the our fullness of joy who we should be satisfied in and it is powerful it says his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in christ jesus so god has given us something to stand guard over our hearts his peace because in the middle of the heart it says out of the heart flows the issues of life well if you don't have the right things guarding it guess what's gonna come out all manner of trash all manner of stuff gunk and junk all the things that god has worked hard to take out when we don't have his peace to guard it basically we're leaving it open to the enemy invasion and all manner of things can come in there it's just like if you're someone who is um trying to be minimalist right in your house you're trying to get rid if if you're someone who holds on to clutter you have i don't know magazines knickknacks whatever it is that just clutters up your home and you're thinking i want to declutter right so you start throwing away the junk i don't need this piece of knickknack i don't need this thing i don't need that i don't need that you're chucking it all out you're getting rid of all of it right and then um you've got the place minimalist looking you know it's looking like not like there's nothing no furniture but it's looking like hey i like the space just to your satisfaction there aren't like just there isn't just stuff everywhere but then 
if you don't do the work to you know as to why you got to that uh, to that phase or to that stage or if you don't help yourself if you don't stop the triggers that get you to bring these things in what will happen is all the work that you did months before will just be completely undone because you've gone back to the old habits of bringing in things whether it's um, it's happened to all of us at some point someone's moving home and they're giving you a piece of furniture you don't even really like it but you're like oh I just want to get rid of it and I want to be nice so you take it maybe I'm talking from personal experience (laughs) but you know what I mean things that don't fit your decor things that just they don't they don't or even things that were gifted to you you don't want to whatever it is basically what I'm saying is you keep carrying on with old habits and all the things that you try to declutter come you know you just you just have fresh clutter basically and you have to do the work again and we don't want that with our hearts when we are satisfied with God and we tell God everything we're emptying out what is inside of us and it's like that scripture when Jesus says um he says oh what is that scripture I think it's in Matthew it says um bear my yoke my what is it um for my for my yoke is easy and burden is light it's like God is trying to exchange always. He's trying to take out the clutter of our lives and replace it with his goodness. And be, to be filled with joy means that you're not filled with other things. So your heart has the right things. But also, I love it that he says that his peace stands guard. Guard over our heart is like a is a protective shield. But trust me, it doesn't take I love how that scripture talks about peace of mind and worry because it's all with the mind as well. It's like you're worrying, worrying, worrying. It's in your mind. It's in your heart. You're constantly thinking about it. Trust me, if you're thinking on the on the right things, not saying that those things are not going to try and infiltrate. They're not going to try and have access. They will. But it's like what God wants to do is even so much greater. And I just love the way that scripture just reminds us and just brings it all together. It is just... <laughs> Yeah, um, it is so powerful and so encouraging. And verse 8 goes on to say, Dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honourable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. That verse also, as I mentioned before briefly, just about how what we are what we're constantly putting into our minds and hearts is so important and that verse 8 tells us what we should fix our thoughts on so that you know we have the fullness of we have the fullness of joy and we are connected always to the source of the fullness of joy and on the occasion or the times where worry is trying to knock on the door of our hearts because we have the peace of God when we take those things to him the peace of God stands guard over our hearts because we have fixed our mind on the things that are good and lovely admirable honorable true pure the things that we know are true of God not the lies not what we see ahead of us not the not the um, what we imagine is going to happen when things come our way but instead it's like uh, sis ladies we know how we get on we imagine the worst 
something is happening in our lives and we just imagine the worst and as we as we take it to God like if it means you're praying like constantly throughout the day you do what you need to do because if it means renewing the mind trust me what we think and what we continue to ingest and what we continue to dwell on is just going to play out and if we're trying to increase our faith and we're trying to be satisfied in God it's like the scripture is reminding us the things that we need to do so that we can be content we can be content with our portion in the Lord and um, we can be content even with the less or the more or what we are striving for in God in the time that we are in in that season in that space we are content and it all comes from being rooted correctly in the Lord another scripture that I was thinking about as I was putting this together um, before before I, I even mentioned those scriptures like the things that God placed on my heart even with those scriptures were a couple of areas that we could be satisfied like to learn to be satisfied and content in and one of them is with our vision what do we see when it comes to our lives what do we think like being content like are you like God yes you know I have my plans I have this I have that I want to do this but like with the vision of your life are you satisfied like that God has it under control if you're seeking him you're praying you're going before him and you're pressing into him are you truly content that where you are is where you're supposed to be and you're seeking him for direction for your life or it's just a case of God you're moving too slow I can't see anything like I just want to be on the go all the time and God has seasons of times where he wants you to go but he also wants you to rest and he wants you to be by the by the still waters and he wants you to rest uh, be at his feet are we recognizing that there are times when it's not always we're trekking <laughs> we're not always trying to run you know understanding the seasons of our lives and like the vision for your life like are you saying is that like that your heart's like god i just i trust you i trust you with my life and that's a hard thing we so t- we sometimes want to trust the wrong person with our lives And I mean that in a relationship or, you know, uh, an employer, you know, these people have portions of our lives and sometimes we're making the the wrong decisions, but we do it, you know, but when it comes to God now, the one who leads us, sometimes we could be hesitant and it's like, but I'm the one who gave you that job though. I'm the one to go and I'm the one who will make your way straight. So again, it's not a bash, it's just to encourage and as I was thinking about this, the other thing as well that um, came to mind had to do with the perspective. So not just what you see about your life, but the other thing as well is your perspective about even what you're going through right now. I don't know if you're listening to this and you're going through things and things are happening in your life. There's lots and lots of things. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's to do with family, relationships. I don't know. I just want to encourage you right now that God is with you and that God has always seen you through the different trials and circumstances of your life. 
and this one is no different. It may seem different because it's new to you, but whenever you've called out to God, He's not forgotten you. He hasn't abandoned you, neither has He left you for dead. He hasn't left you, um, He hasn't left you without help. So I just want to take this time to encourage you that the perspective of what you're going through, yes, maybe you didn't see it coming. Maybe it's very rough. It's it's actually knocked you back in your faith a little bit. But I want to encourage you that you can still experience joy and peace when you just take it to him. Take those frustrations. Take those things that make your heart heavy. Take those things that make you cry when you're on your bed and your face hits your pillow and the tears are rolling down your eyes. You can't see a way out. You don't even know how it's going to happen. I want to encourage you that God is hearing every prayer, the ones that your mouth can't even form, the ones that you've said in your heart. He hears you and he is with you. And I, I just really felt to say that, that he's with you wherever Wherever you, wherever you find yourself, he's with you, even in that moment. And the last bit of, um, a last area was our walk with God. Being satisfied, being satisfied. Psalm uh, 27 verses 1 to 4 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. Verse 4. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. I read those verses because David was talking, he was not in, it didn't sound like, he, he was the man talking from experience. And he's speaking in present tense as well. So I, I feel like this is for you who's listening, who's going through some trials. He's not saying the Lord was my light. He's saying the Lord is present, continuous. That is, there isn't even a past or a future. He just is. He is. There is no previous, there is no future going on. It's like he just is. The Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? That the David is speaking words of someone who is contending the Lord. And even when he's speaking about things that have happened, when evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. He's speaking about even when people want to try in now or in the future, if they are trying to make me stumble and fall, all my world around me, it seems like is a mighty armor, a mighty army that surrounds me, a mighty army of troubles, of circumstances surrounds me. My heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. That is someone who has full trust in the Lord. 
The one thing I ask of the Lord, verse 4, the thing I seek most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. It goes back to what I said in Philippians. Meditating on the right things and delighting in the Lord. When you're satisfied, your heart is full. And I feel like what God was saying to me and to us, anyone who's listening, is that what God is saying, to be satisfied means that we trust God fully. We trust God in totality, not partial. To be able to say the words to rejoice and have fullness of joy means that you fully trust the Lord, you fully trust him with your whole life, you trust him with your circumstances. And that in that, it means that to be satisfied that we are filled with him. Just as it said in Philippians 4, to be full of joy, that we are filled with him and fueled by him. To be satisfied is like, you know when you've eaten and you're like, excuse me. (laughs) When you've eaten and you can feel like, like your stomach is full. Like imagine that your whole life, you're satisfied, you're full. But you're full not because of the things you have. You're full because the presence of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is in you he is he's already in us right his spirit is in us but sometimes you know we want more and i think we're not satisfied and i think that could be that yes is a call to more intimacy so if that is you today i just want to say that we can be satisfied my single sis my single bro god is calling us to be completely filled with him and fueled by him to do great exploits, to to enjoy our Christian walk, no matter what we face, because we know that there is something at the end of of all this. This that you know we are just passing through here. This is not our full destination. So in all that we endure and everything that we face. You know what? God is with you. God is always with us. He's leading us. And so this is just an encouraging word to just be full, full and be full of the Lord and be fueled by him so that we can truly be satisfied and that we're not looking to the things of the world to, to, to fulfill our, to fill our hearts with desires of things that should not be there. Let our desires always be for the Lord, as it says in Psalm 24, to delight in his perfections, that our gaze is on him. And I know it's not easy with this world that we live in and the things that are so that so easily distract us, so easily take away our gaze and our focus on who and what matters. But it's not too late to refocus and it's not too late to ask God, to satisfy our hearts and so i'm gonna end this season and this episode with a prayer lord i thank you that you've brought us through these seasons thank you because lord we understand that everything that we have is really rooted in you it's not just about us how we feel is more than that. It's about you and understanding your love and being able to express that love. Thank you for reminding us that though we may struggle, though we may be seeking you, though, you know, uh, we, we, we have different things that we face, but Lord, 
you remind us that we need to be satisfied with you, that we need to be content with our lives, content with everything that we have, and that, Lord, you are the, you are the source of our joy. I pray for anyone who's listening right now who needs that, who who is just in need of being filled and filled by you and to be satisfied. I pray that, God, you would be the delight of their heart in this moment, that they will be filled with you, that, Lord, they will be topped up with joy, where they have been, where it's dipped because of life circumstances and just things getting in the way. Father, that they will be topped up with your joy right now. And also, that your peace that surpasses understanding will guard the heart so that the right things will come in, which is that they will delight in you, delight in your presence, delight in fellowship with you, God, and in in communication with you, Lord. Keep my brothers and sisters in the faith. Bless them in their going and their coming. And Father, let your name be praised through our lives because God, we cannot be fruitful without you. So be our rock, be our shield, be our light. In Jesus' name, amen. And friends, that really concludes this season of single and dot, dot, dot series. I know it's a bit longer, but you know, that's what it's like sometimes when we are on the final episode of a, of a season of a show we're watching. The last season is always just like, sorry, the last episode sometimes is the longest. But I just want to encourage you that God is with you. And while my self-portrait podcast is not coming to an end, the season is just coming to an end. So that means that there won't be weekly episodes as I've done over the last few weeks. Um, I probably will be off for a couple of months or so while I uh, seek the Lord about what's what to talk about in this next season and um, but do stop by because every so often I'll be putting on episode they won't be as frequent as every week um, but you know don't be too far keep your ears peeled because in a couple of months I'll be back and I will be back with a new season so until then guys um stay blessed stay safe and um i will see you in season four Woohoo! <laughs> god bless and thank you for rocking with me thank you for continuing to come back every week i truly and really do appreciate it um again if this episode has really encouraged you feel free to share it feel free to share it with a a sister, a, a, you know, a friend, um, and also there's always going to be a link. There's a link in the show notes um, for you to rate and review this podcast, so that other people who come across it have an idea that actually this is a podcast that makes sense. This is not a fly, you know, a flyby podcast. So if you really enjoyed it, I just ask for one thing. Please give this a rate and give this a review so that people can know, you know, what to expect when they come. But until season four, as I said before, stay blessed, guys, and speak soon. All right, then. Take care.